0: Good morning. Our names are Betsy and Craig Rubarsic. In December, Pastor Samra preached about connecting with your spiritual family. For that simple reason, we stand before you today to share our journey of faith. Throughout my life, I have always had a heart for missions. This heart for missions transitioned into my adulthood and later into my marriage. We participated in many short-term missions trips to several countries. We were always willing to follow God's leading and to be used as his instruments abroad or at home.
1: In 2007, God moved in a series of miraculous events confirming that Betsy and I were to move to Prague, Czech Republic. Betsy would teach secondary history, and I would be the IT manager of a Christian international school. Just as clearly as God made it known that we were to move to Prague, he made it just as clear for us to move home. After two years of living and working abroad, we returned home. No sooner did we arrive when we found out we were expecting our first child. While adjusting to our new lives as parents, Betsy and I settled quite naturally back into our life and routine living in the U.S. However, as time progressed and our son grew, we both felt God calling us to pursue full-time missions. One thing that that was certain was the fact that the Lord had laid on my heart to pursue a Bible degree at Grace Bible College. Out of complete obedience and trust, I began working on obtaining a degree.
0: While Craig was working towards his degree, I was busy being a mom and teaching full-time at a local high school. When Craig wasn't studying, he could be found renovating our home. One day, when I was eight and a half months pregnant with our daughter, I found a lovely old hobby farm for sale near Cannonsburg. I was merely drawing Craig's attention to the house to point out how lovely it was, when he fell in love with it and immediately said, let's go check it out. Well, before I knew it, our house was sold, our daughter was born, and I found myself in the middle of a major renovation.
1: My prayer life during this time was to be able to have no college debt. When I would pray, the only thing I would hear God say was, finish the house, Craig, and trust me. So that's exactly what I did. The whole time I was renovating the house, strangely, I never grew attached to it. Meanwhile, God was working on both of our hearts that we were to literally sell everything that we had and we knew that in faith God would reveal the next chapter for our lives. I applied to a myriad of ministry positions and every door seemed to close. Still trusting that God wanted us to sell everything and follow him, we prayed that he would close every door and only open the one that we were to walk through.
0: In February of 2016... I felt prompted to look up Dilat International School to see if they had any job openings. I was familiar with this school in Malaysia because it was where I did my student teaching. They were hiring dorm parents to oversee the boarding program. I shared the posting with Craig and he immediately said, no way. <laughs> At that point, I prayed, Lord, I feel in my spirit that this is from you. If you want us to pursue this ministry opportunity, you need to change Craig's heart. Literally, within five minutes, Craig called me back and said, go ahead and apply. Well, ultimately, we were offered and accepted the positions that may and would be moving in two short months. The only thing that needed to be done was for God to sell our house and everything in it. We were excited to wait and see how God was going to move next. Before we listed, we both independently prayed, not knowing the other's prayer, that God would sell the house above asking, give us a cash offer, and that the buyer would purchase all of the furniture in the home. Dream big. (laughs) Miraculously, that is exactly what happened Every element of that prayer came into fruition, including Craig's previous prayers of paying off all of his college loans and being debt free. So, with a total of eight suitcases for our family of four, we headed to Malaysia, not knowing when we would ever return home, trusting God completely.
1: While living in Malaysia for the past year and a half, we experienced true spiritual warfare and oppression. One way our family was spiritually attacked was through our health. Myself and our two children were in and out of the hospital on a regular basis. This past October, our three-year-old daughter was in need of urgent care due to some stomach issues. As soon as we saw the pediatrician, the pediatrician saw our daughter and she immediately dismissed her stomach issues and honed in on our daughter's developmental delays our daughter was immediately scheduled to meet with a pediatric neurologist and to receive an MRI. After having the MRI, the doctors there told us that our daughter had an underdeveloped cerebellum along with suspected cerebral atrophy and that her skull is possibly fused together. In addition, they wanted to do some genetic testing to see if she had a genetic disorder known as Angelman syndrome. At the same time that we were learning all of this news, We nearly lost our seven-year-old son, who was admitted into the hospital with sepsis, a bacterial infection that had gone systemic. Uh, Needless to say, our world was spinning out of control. We knew we needed to return home to get our children the proper medical care they needed. Therefore we had no choice, but we had to resign from our positions and return back to the U.S.
0: I was particularly overwhelmed by our situation. We had just officially resigned from our positions at the school and the kids and I would be leaving to move back in less than two weeks. However, the school required that my leaving was contingent upon Craig staying another two months to finish out the semester. My mind was reeling with questions. How was I going to make the 50-hour journey back home without him? How was I going to provide for our children? How would we pay for our daughter's medical care? Where would we live? We had nothing. In that moment, I allowed fear to overcome me. I felt crushed, gutted, drowning, and brokenhearted. In an attempt to clear my mind, I grabbed my phone to see what time it was. As soon as I turned my phone on, my daily Bible verse popped up on the screen. It was Psalm 34, 18, which reads, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those with the crushed spirit. Those words pierced my heart. Those were the very words that I had been using to describe how I was feeling all these weeks leading up to this moment. Immediately, I cried out to God and said, Lord, those are my words. I am so crushed, so brokenhearted. And through my tears, I heard him speak to my heart and say, I know. That is why I am giving you this verse. A woman I barely knew texted me that same verse later in the day, (laughs) and I knew that God was going to get me through this.
1: The whole next day, I began packing in faith that I would be traveling home with my family in less than two weeks. That very afternoon, I received a call from HR revealing that they had encountered an unsuspected glitch with my visa and that we needed to meet. When we met, they ended up admitting that they had forgotten that I was in Malaysia on a dependence visa, and that as soon as Betsy and the kids had left the country, I would be considered illegal. Those final days were a whirlwind. God continued to work incredible miracles. For example, the school let us out of our contract, they still paid for our flights home, and we were blessed by families who gave us money to be able to buy our children winter clothing, knowing that they didn't have any anymore. We had to sell everything we owned once again, which God provided all the buyers. Clinging to
0: Psalm thirty four eighteen is my prayer, and having seen God move in such miraculous ways gave me great confidence not to fear the unknown and our return home to the States. We loaded up those same eight suitcases, all that we had in the world, and headed back home it felt so good to be home. And as soon as we landed, we hit the ground running with medical appointments for our daughter and, uh, and a new MRI ordered. After examining the new MRI, both doctors uh, were in agreement that our daughter's cerebellum is perfectly normal. <laughs> Praise God. Glory be his name. <laughs> In addition, both doctors confirmed that she does not have a form of cerebral atrophy, nor does she suffer suffer from any form of cranial fusion and does not have Angelman syndrome. (laughs) You can clap. (laughs) We are praising God for all of these amazing results. Our daughter still has issues of delay and we will still be meeting with geneticists to pursue further testing. But she is making tremendous strides with her speech and overall gross motor skills. God is so good.
1: In addition to our daughter's medical miracles that God has performed, he has answered literally every prayer and concern we had about moving home. All of our daughter's medical expenses have been taken care of. We have been blessed to be able to live with Betsy's parents for over the past three months. God provided the perfect Christian school for our son and his needs. I have been immensely blessed with an incredible job that I look forward to going into every day. Our daughter is able to receive the therapy that she needs both at the hospital and at the special needs program through her local school.
0: God has certainly used our spiritual family and the pastors here at Calvary to bless us. We are incredibly thankful and are encouraged to know that we really do have a spiritual family who cares. Last week, Pastor's sermon spoke to us again, and just as Jairus acted in faith and asked Christ to heal his daughter, we too sought prayer this past week from the elders. Our time together was powerful and God's presence was palpable. I do not know how God will choose to answer our prayers, whether or not we will drink lemonade or water— but what we can choose is to drink from a very big straw and have an unwavering faith in our Heavenly Father's will for our lives. God has some mighty plans for our sweet baby girl. And with confidence, we can say that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he saves those with a crushed spirit. Thank you.